Now it's time for the Rural News with Susan Murray in Hamilton. Kia ora, Susan. And there's been a huge drop in the number of kiwi fruit on vines this season. Kia ora, Charlotte. The kiwi fruit crop, which is our biggest horticultural export, could be down by 20% this season. Zespri, a $4 billion exporting business, sent 177 million trays of New Zealand fruit offshore in the 2022 season, but packhouse entities are predicting large drops in the volume of fruit they will handle this year. Seeker Chief Executive Michael Franks says a late spring frost toasted many orchards. Spring was wet, so bud break and pollination was poor, and now there has been flooding. He says Seeker could handle about 52 million trays, but it's expecting to process 40 million or fewer. Mr Franks says to minimise the financial impact on growers, Zespri should prioritise sending fruit to the higher paying markets. Because it's been so wet, um, the fruit this year has got a lower dry matter, a lower flesh content to it. And so typically fruit doesn't store that well in these kind of growing conditions, which means you know, we'd like to have it sold quicker, earlier, not later. Uh, and so you know, there's a lot of pressures on, but the outlook is pretty good. Post-harvest operator Eastpac is also predicting a 20% drop in fruit volumes, planning for 40 million trays. Chief Executive Hamish Simpson says it means some packing lines may be mothballed for the season, but it's just a one-year blip. Knowing that in 2024, just getting back to average yields uh, will probably increase our volume off this year by about 30%. And, you know, this is horticulture. So every now and then you do have these sort of events. It has been a challenging growing season. But if you look over the last probably 10 years, uh, this is very much an outlier. Red kiwifruit harvest is underway and the first gold will be picked today. Meanwhile, both both post-harvest operators say labour woes of the past few seasons have eased. Seekers Michael Frank says there's a good supply of workers. We actually have got a lot of RSEs in the country. Some of the backpackers are coming back now. A lot more Kiwis looking for work. Our our early sign-ups look pretty good, pretty promising. I've got a lot of labour availability compared to last year, um, which was was just dire. We'll still be all all systems go at peak at peak flow, at peak time, but we should get the job done nice and timely to get more of that fruit at its optimal, optimal time. Michael Franks. Over 50 Kaipara Kumara growers gathered for a lunch organised by the Rural Support Trust yesterday. Three weeks after their properties were heavily flooded, the Trust says growers were feeling despondent, looking at the huge workload ahead. But Northland Trust head Michelle Riddell says they've developed an action plan to share labour around the properties, which will hopefully make them feel more positive. Whereas normally you'd employ staff on your own Kumara farm, whereas now they're actually looking at how can we share these people around all the primitive growers so that all the work can be done and the labour can be shared. And that's what we're hoping to be able to help set up and and, um, support them doing that. And are the labour units going to be there? Yeah, well they've got the workers there now. This would ensure that there was work for their staff to stay in the region as well and to be able to do the work that they are there and have the skill set to do. Um, so there wouldn't be any training required because they would already know how to do it. Michelle Riddell says growers are keen for the Rural Support Trust to organise more lunches or dinner dates.
Earlier hopes that the crop-destroying fall armyworm could be eradicated from New Zealand have been dashed. As of Friday last week, 127 properties had reported detections for the crop pest in the past seven months, and that's up eight from the week prior. The fall armyworm can chew through more than 350 types of plants, grasses and crops. It was first discovered in New Zealand last year, prompting a biosecurity response. Most of the positive detections on maize and sweet corn have been in the North Island, but the West Coast and top of the South Island have also reported fines. Foundation for Arable Research Chief Executive Alison Stewart says there's still a fair bit of uncertainty about how much economic damage the pest could do, but it's pretty clear eradication is not going to be possible. It's probably um, spread enough widely throughout the maize growing areas in New Zealand that we're we're probably going to move the response into long-term management at some stage in the next couple of months. Um, we, We can't eradicate it and so we're going to have to work out how to be able to live with it and manage it. But the Interestingly, the the crops that were affected early in the season and we thought might be quite badly damaged have actually recovered quite well and sort of come back from the initial infection. So it may be that the you know that the environmental conditions that we have may not necessarily result in you know sort of rapid build up of numbers in any one paddock and, and severe disease. But you can never tell because obviously every year the the environment is a bit different. But at this moment in time, our predictions are that we will be going into long-term management. Alison Stewart says there is an insecticide for controlling fall armyworm and impacted growers should consult an advisor. And just in brief, farming leaders and officials from the Ministry for Primary Industries met this morning to discuss the extremely dry conditions in parts of Otago. During the video call, it was expected views would be canvassed on whether the event remains fairly localised or if the government should make an adverse event declaration. That wraps up our rural news for now. Koe te purongo o te Tá